Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast hosted by moi. Kieran Callum. As I say, this is a show that's here to give you tips, tools and resources that you can use to smash your dating and your sexual goals. Now, today I'm here with a man who's been here in the past. He is no stranger to the Game Global podcast. It's been Mr. Dale Valor from Modern Valor Dating. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready, man. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm excited to be back, you know, so I appreciate you and, um, you know, getting me on and uh all that good stuff man oh yeah good to have you here good to have you here. so as i understand mr dal valor of modern validating you have a certain project in the pipeline a dating yeah, craft course Do you know? yep. yeah man yeah. uh well basically here's the deal you know uh i find that you know there's so many guys that are coming out of uh, coming out of COVID, you know, we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel here, many, many places around the world, um, especially here in the uh, in the States, are opening back up in at least semi-normalcy, if not all the way normal. Um, and, you know, over the course of the last year and change, you know, there's, now I have been advocating you still go out, all right? I've, been, I've said it like about 50 million times you know, you can still go out, you can still communicate, you can still approach and all that kind of stuff. But I know a lot of people didn't feel comfortable doing that um, and kind of had some cabin fever going on, not really leaving their house too much, uh, next Y and Z. So I think this is a good opportunity and a good time to start shaking the rust off, you know, and start kind of getting back to basics. Uh, I think that when it comes to... When it, when it comes to communication and engaging with people and things like that, it, it's kind of like riding a bike that you, you never really forget how to do it. But at the same time, um, I think that it can be a little socially awkward if you haven't been doing it for a while, you know? So, so I wanted to uh, I wanted to put something out there that, that guys could go and, and start brushing back up on those skills, get back to the fundamentals that kind of thing. So we we rolled out the Modern Valor Dating Crash Course uh, virtual program. Um, that's it's 100% free. It's at transformyourdatinglife.com. I even made it a URL, man, so you don't even have to take up space on your computer to download it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's all right there. We got like 30 videos um, with, uh, with text that accompanies it. So that way, you know, it goes a little bit deeper and explains uh, the videos a little bit more. And then uh, we also shot a, uh, a boot camp from beginning to end. And we included all that footage on there too. And um, yeah, man, it goes, it goes really deep on a bunch of different topics. And I, I'm really excited, man. You know, I mean, what more can you ask for? you got nothing to lose. It's 100% free. All right. So what sort of stuff are guys going to be learning in this course? Well, we go really deep on inner game. Uh, approach anxiety, uh, opening, um, building comfort and rapport, and uh, and closing it out. You know whether that's you know number closing, kiss closing, an insta date, 
um, you know, getting her back to your place or you to hers, you know, so we will really deep on those five things. And then inside of those five things, we, you know, there's sub subtopics. So we, we shot, like I said, man, there's like, I think for each of the, um, I think for each of the, uh, uh, main topics, there's about five or six videos that go along with it, breaking down, for instance, uh, inner game, right? So we have, uh, we have videos on building your confidence, uh, building up your self-esteem, knowing your identity, uh, knowing what it is that you want, you know, those types of things. So that way it's not just a, um, uh, cliche, you know, like, Hey guys, if you want to have good inner game, you got to have confidence. Like who doesn't know that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but we're, we talk about how to gain confidence and, and how to, you know, build your self-esteem, actionable advice that you can go out and do. I got an email the other day from uh, one of the guys that had taken it. And uh, I, I really liked how he put it in the email. He was like, this is the ultimate like game uh, enhancer, you know, because you're taking the concepts and, and the fundamentals of it and making it actionable and bringing it back to life as to where, like I said before, man, you know, a lot of guys um, really weren't going out, man. Like, I can't even tell you how many times, and I'm sure I'm, I would bet dollars to donuts, man, that you've had these same questions where, uh, how are you supposed to approach during a pandemic? You know, like that question. And that question would come up seemingly three, four, five times a week. You know, and it's like, dude, come on, man. You can still go out there and approach. Um, might be, you know, you might have to calibrate a little bit differently, but, you know, you can still go out there and do it. It's not like, you know, the Black Plague, you know, <laughs> like you, you look at somebody and they're going to fall over dead and you are too, you know, like you can still get out there and talk to people. So, um, so yeah, man, that's, that's what we went really deep on, man. And, uh, and I think that, uh, I think it's really resonating. We've had hundreds of guys that have opted in to this, uh, to this program. So it's been, uh, it's been pretty dope. Mm. And it's funny what you were saying about guys, um, thinking that they can't approach women during the middle of the pandemic. I don't know about you, but something I have noticed is that a lot of guys will make excuses or they will look for excuses as to why they can't do the things that they actually know that they need to do. Was yeah, I mean? so for instance, I've had a guy say to me, oh, how do I approach a girl if she's wearing a face covering? And yep. like, I say to him, well, it's not really any different than if she wasn't wearing a face covering. You'd still walk up and say pretty much exactly the same thing. Yeah. You know, but in his mind, he's brought up this notion of, okay, well, she's wearing the face covering and therefore that is this ultimate barrier in between me and her. And that right. means that now I'm actually... Mm, but a lot is just really not true. So anyway, a question I have for you is, from the guys I've coached, and I'm guessing from a lot of the guys you coach as well, you can see that guys have, um, like they shoot themselves in the foot by placing barriers in front of themselves that don't actually need to be there. So what do you do when you're, in the, when you're speaking to a guy who basically says, I can't do this because of this. And even though the reason that he believes he can't do this doesn't necessarily make sense. Like I had a guy say to me once, like, um, Kieran, I want to know how to meet women, but I don't want to be social. I'm not a social person. 
<laughs> no, that's literally I, what the guy said. I, I, I really want to be fed, but I don't want to eat. Basically. You know, like what? <laughs> uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, right? Um, yeah, man. I mean, look, I, I think, I think that in, in large part, it's almost case. You know, there's similarities obviously, but I think in large part, it's case by case. So like, for instance, like you had brought up the example of, oh, well, you know, I can't really go out and approach because of face masks. Well, okay. Now, what that individual is doing is they're letting themselves off the hook for feeling, um, feeling bad about the fact that they didn't approach. Oh, I don't have to kick myself now for not doing it. Because I, there's a legitimate excuse here, or seemingly a legitimate excuse. So, yeah, man, I mean, ultimately, you know, I try to take it case by case because some people might be like, well, you know, I can't do it because I'm too, you know, I, I'm, I'm too short. I'm too skinny. I'm too fat. I'm too whatever, you know. Um, and so I, I try to you know, talk that person through, like, why do they have that limiting belief? Like, what about that limiting belief? What does that really mean to them? And, and then just try to dispel, you know, what, whatever that limiting belief is. But at the end of the day, you know, the, 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 I think the common or core problem is that they're just giving themselves an excuse to not have to take action. And so mm -hmm. if you can, justifiably uh give them a reason as to why that's not an excuse now they either have to take action or they kind of look like a bitch <laughs> you know what i'm saying like okay man like th this limiting belief has been dispelled so are you still not going to do it and if you're not going to do it then you have to admit to yourself in your heart of hearts and to everybody else that you're just too scared you're just too scared to do it is what it boils down to because that excuse doesn't, whatever that excuse that they're trying to prop up doesn't hold any weight. So with me, what I've basically found is need to get the person to see how they're hurting themselves in the long run by not doing the thing that they're too scared to do. So let's say, for instance, you got the guy and he's in the middle of, I don't know, San Diego or God knows where. And he's walking around during COVID and he's seeing girls in face coverings. And he's like, aha, she's wearing a face covering. So now I don't have to speak to her and I also don't get to feel bad about myself for doing it. Well, mm -hmm. I'll sit down with that guy and I'll, I'll, I will get him to see how he is actually hurting himself by doing that. I, okay, so I am, I want to improve my skills with women for a number of reasons, right? Maybe I want to have some casual partners or I want to have an actual girlfriend or whatever. I want to eventually meet a wife, whatever the stuff it is. I don't want yeah. to be 55 and have a midlife crisis and then start trying to run around after 20 year olds, but they just think I'm weird and creepy. Whatever that is, like that's what I want and that's really important to me. When I see these women and I'm not doing the thing that I should do, what is actually happening? Like, how has that actually hurt me? Well, it's hurt me by the fact that I still have this issue to this day and I haven't actually gotten past it. It's hurt me because I, and it's uh, interesting how many of my clients say this, maybe yours as well, but like, I'm seeing escorts and I don't really like the fact that I am seeing escorts, but I am seeing escorts. I've had a few guys tell me that they've only ever had sex with escorts. 
and I mm. never really, you know, had a real woman in their bed with them who actively wants them. So yeah. that's still my situation, or I'm still looking at porn, or I'm I'm still actually lonely. So every time I go out and I see the woman and I don't speak to her, what cost am I paying? Well, each time I see her, my self-esteem drops a little bit more. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Each time I see her, I do myself to being 47 and still living on my own and never having actually figured this out. Um, I don't like the sound of that. I'm dooming myself to reach the inevitable point, which is going to come for all of us when you realize you're actually too old to meet women. And like, God knows what age that's going to be, but at some age, all of us, we're going to be in Starbucks and some girl's going to serve us. And we're going to maybe try and half flirt with her. And she's going to make a little comment that maybe she doesn't even realize she's making, but just lets us know that she thinks we're in like, she thinks we're just old. And you're like, (laughs) oh, crap, it's over. Yeah, man. Yeah, I agree 100% because what that boils down to is a matter of choosing more problems, right? So if both of them are a problem in the sense of, okay, I'm uncomfortable. I'm out of my comfort zone if I go and approach this girl. That's a problem, okay? But what's the bigger problem? That or the problem of, like you just said, man, like, if you never, ever do it, then it's never, ever going to happen. And you're going to find yourself never getting this problem in your life figured out. What is the bigger problem? Well, obviously the second example where you never get it figured out and you just, whatever, go, go along life, just dealing, trying to, you know, deal with this issue that you never come to any kind of resolution because you never did anything about it. So I would rather the problem of, you know, okay, do I want to be a little uncomfortable in the moment or would I rather be uncomfortable for years and years and years? You know? So yeah, man, that, that, that makes all the sense in the world to me. Mm. And um, so what else, what other stuff are we going to be learning in your course? And so you said you're going deep into the inner game. Um, and what else? Is there any, let's say dating app guidance in there? Day day, night game? You know, we didn't, you know, we didn't, uh, we didn't really focus on, on, uh, dating apps per se, or, um, you know, or, or distinguishing between day game, night game and things like that. We didn't really go in that direction, but what I will tell you is I think what we tried to do was, uh, broach a lot of the issues that guys deal with, with cold approach, you know? So, um, for instance, you know, approach anxiety, right? Like much like we're, we were just talking about a minute ago, you know, it's like, okay, I have this anxiety. I can feel it in my chest. I am, uh, I'm scared or I'm apprehensive or, or whatever. I don't want to be embarrassed and blah, blah, blah. So I'm not going to take action. Well, what we're trying to do is to show you how, um, dealing with that approach anxiety and, and acknowledging that it exists because I, dude, I, I feel like, man, that so many guys feel like shame that, Oh, you know, I'm kind of being a bitch right now because, you know, I'm, I'm nervous to go approach this girl and I shouldn't feel like that. Well, dude, look, man, that's, that's a natural thing. It, it the emotion and the, the feeling that you feel is okay 
It's just a matter of how you deal with it. You know, the, the action that you take or don't take is what's going to dictate if, you know, if you're going to be a bitch or not. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, that's the thing. We, we wanted to try to uh, uh, try to help guys navigate, you know, the, the, the feelings that they're feeling with approach anxiety. And then in terms of like, okay, now I can manage this approach anxiety. I know how to deal with it, how to rationalize through it, and I can get out there and approach. But what do I do when I approach? You know, so that's why we talked a lot about opening and, and getting, you know, uh, being to, being able to engage in a set and like how to do it when she's got friends around and, you know, those type of different uh, situations. And then it's like, OK, now I can approach and I know what to do when I approach. How do I keep the conversation going? How do I get her to feel comfortable with my presence and my touch and vice versa, you know, and, and to screen to see if, if this is even a girl that, you know, she may be pretty, but, you know, maybe her breath stinks or maybe, you know, she's just dumb as a box of rocks, you know. So, like, being able to screen for what it is that you want and things like that. Now you've been able to. Uh, build comfort with her and, and have her feel comfortable with you and all that kind of thing. Now, what, what's the next step? You know, you either want to try to set something up for later, you know, um, you know, try to get an insta date right then if it's feasible, um, you know, try to try to pull, you know, whatever the case might be. So we try to do it in a linear type of um, uh, type of fashion, you know? So, yeah, man. So, and then, like I said, with the boot camp, I think that that's a really good um, example of what it's like to to work with us and how we teach um, when we take guys out and that kind of thing. And you know what, man, it was dope because the uh, the guy that did the boot camp with us, we did it over uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend, and uh, like I said, we shot the whole thing. And this guy, by no means, is somebody that you would look at. And I'm not trying to clown him or diss him or anything like that, but I'm just calling it what it is. That this guy, you would make, you would never mistake for being some kind of a lady killer, Casanova type of cat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you would never make that mistake. So, um, what was interesting was, I would say probably by the the second half of the second date, we went out for four days. And uh, by the second half of that second time going out, he was number closing or social media closing regularly, uh, setting up dates for later, you know, uh, things like that. In, in which, like, in his world, that was never something that was feasible for him. And now he's able to do that and does it regularly, you know, because I follow up with him and stuff like that. And he goes out uh, often. And then he makes it work, man, you know, and the thing was, and I will tell you the truth, man, you know, we as coaches, and I'm sure that I'm sure that you'll agree with me on this, you know, it's not like cookie cutter, one size fits all, you know, like where you watch a, a video you know, and it's like, okay, these videos are going to fix all my problems. Well, they'll help. And, and this is coming from me, somebody very, you know, active with our YouTube channel and all that kind of thing. Um, you know, like those videos are helpful, but they're not going to fix all your problems. The whole idea is to get you to start thinking about 
other ways of, of doing things, you know, because everybody has their own specific set of sticking points. And so this guy that we did this boot camp with, you know what one of the major fixes was for him when it finally started seeing some successes? It was the sheer fact that he was standing too far away from girls when he was talking to them. You know, like that was really it. And nobody can't point that out in a video because he didn't even recognize that that was a problem until he worked with somebody. He worked with us and we were able to identify that and say, look, man, like <laughs> you're standing too far away, man. Like you have to be closer. You have to be. It was getting to the point of like, like literally getting up behind him and kind of like pushing him in the back a little bit, to take a couple steps forward. You know, but once he realized that that was the issue, he needed to close the gap a little bit. It made all the difference in the world, man. You know, and so. Funny you say that because um, something that I bang on about quite a lot in this podcast is the fact that the reason why people need coaches is because someone who isn't you can see what you're doing and see where you're going wrong and then actually point that out to you. So you learn it way faster than ever before. Like, I remember there was a guy I was with in a club years ago and he wasn't being tactile enough. He wasn't touching the girls enough. And I pointed that out to him. And then he started being more physical and then he started pulling girls home. And he's like, oh, well, when the hell would he actually have learned that? Or even from my perspective, I remember I was on a, I guess it was a sales call with a coach years ago, years and years and years and years. And the problem I had at the time was that I could get girls interested in me and they would clearly be attracted to me and stuff, but I could never, ever get them to agree to come out on dates. And it was really fucking annoying. It's like, I might, I'd call them, <laughs> let's say I'd message them 15 times for argument's sake. They would respond once. When they responded once, we'd get on the phone. That phone call would be the greatest phone call they ever had. They would be laughing the whole time. We might be talking for an hour and a half. The only time that call ended was because I chose to end the call. They were Mm -hmm. totally happy to stay there in that call. But Mm -hmm. then once the call ended, it was like whatever trance they were in, it faded away and then they just didn't give a crap about me again. So then I might text them like four or five days later and they're not responding. And I try and get them to come out and they, they wouldn't do it. And it drove me insane. When I say it yeah. drove me insane, I was angry. I hated women. I thought, you know, <laughs> the bitches, they don't give a shit. Da, da, da. And I was talking to this coach and he said to me, there's attraction and there's comfort. You have attraction and you don't have comfort. They're attracted to you, but they're not comfortable. Right. And now those things actually changed my life. Mm-hmm. That literally changed my life. And yeah. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, I'm just, oh, yeah, I'm just basically saying that if I was not speaking to him, how long it would have taken me to figure that out on my own? God only yeah. knows. Exactly. And, and the thing is, you didn't even recognize that that was the problem. So you could never go seek out that information as far as you knew there was a problem. You knew that the, the, you know, the, the problem was, is that, okay, I can get on the phone with these girls, you know, they're having a good time and we're kicking it and, and all that kind of stuff, but it never really progresses past that. And that's the problem. But, but that wasn't really the problem. The real problem was, is that you weren't building comfort with them and they didn't feel comfortable with you. Right. So now you don't know to even go look for that information because you don't know that that's the problem. That's why, you know, like, if you're not a mechanic 
and you're driving your car and you hear a in the engine, you're not, you don't know how to diagnose that. You know there's a problem, but you don't know how to fix it because you don't even know what to look for. So you take it to a mechanic, they uh, look it over, give it a diagnostic check and say, hey man, look, you, you need to take, you know, you need to take care of X, Y, and Z, and this is what it's going to cost for us to be able to fix that for you, you know? And so, that, and, and, and it's like, for whatever reason, man, it's like, I, I feel like a lot of guys in this space, they just feel like that they can fix everything on their own, and, but then be upset when they're not getting the results that they want. Well, it's because it's men. It's, there's a lot of ego that's around this whole topic, really. It's like, if you don't know how to do your plumbing or something, that's fine. Like, nobody really expects you to. If you are a plumber, that's fantastic. It's a bonus. But if your plumbing goes messed up and you mm -hmm. hold your hand up and say, I don't know how to fix this, nobody's going to look at you and think you're any lesser than that. Yeah, right. when it comes to plumbing, supposedly, and this is the belief, that the ability to attract a woman, even though nobody shows you, even though society actually actively misleads you about what it is that you need to do, you're just yeah. meant to have it nailed. You're, it's literally like you're meant to, let's take like getting a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You're meant to just get the blue belt without actually having anybody show you, okay, well, this is how you do an armbar and this is how you get top control or side control or whatever the fuck it's called. This is how you do a triangle. You're just meant to know. So the guys yeah. just walk around thinking that if they they're losers for not having psychically gathered all of this information by osmosis. <laughs> yeah, man. I heard somebody say one time, uh, I forget who I heard it from, but I, I wholeheartedly agree, is that men will tell you that they can, that men will, all men will tell you that they can do two things and that's get women and fight and hardly any can do either. You know, I, I and I, I agree with that statement 100 percent, you know, and it's like, man, our egos hold us back from so much. You know, just thinking that we we have all the answers when we when we really, really know that we don't. But we don't want to let on to that to anybody else, man. It's just our egos are God, man, it's such a problem, you know. Well, I, I have an example of that from my own life. So. Growing up, I was always surrounded by guys who, at the time, looked like they were really good with women. I mean, yeah, like they, they were what you would call naturals. They were doing fine, you know, not as great as some master P, but they were doing fine. They had their girlfriends and stuff. They were having sex at 15, 16. They were cool. They were, they were fine. And I was surrounded by them because I was like related to them all and stuff. And yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I refuse to ask any of them for help. I never did. And mm -hmm. the truth is that if at 13 years old, I'd have said, hey, can you help me? I don't know what to do. Would mm -hmm. they have laughed? I'm about 30 to 40% in the belief that they would have laughed. <laughs> so they, like, like they probably would have. But one thing they definitely would have done is they would have just told me. Like they'd have a little chuckle. And then after the truck was done, they'd say, okay, we'll do this, do this, and do this. Mm -hmm. That's 1,000%. And the point is, I could have saved myself so many years. Yeah. Of pain, but I just didn't do it. I yeah, man. 
And you're right. They probably would, you know, like, especially if they're your relatives and they've known you since you were born, you know, essentially. They'd have told me. They would have. Yeah, they would have they would have helped you out and they probably would have, you know, gave you a hard time at the beginning, like you said, a little bit, just joking around. But who, so what? You know what I mean? Like, like, is it that big of a deal? You know, like, OK, your 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 cousins or whatever, you know, give you the business for a couple of minutes. You know what I mean? That, ultimately, who cares? You know, and yeah, man, I, I, I agree 100 percent, man. It's like if you have if you have issues, if you have problems go to the, go to the source, go to the people who know. And then that's across anything in life, you know, not, not even just in the, in the, the dating space, you know, like if you want to learn how to invest your money, go to people who know what they're talking about, ask questions, you know, um, and, and, and try to get, try to get those things sorted out. You're, you know, uh, if you need to hire a personal trainer to get your, uh, you know, get your health figured out, your diet figured out. Okay, cool. Do that. You know, it's just like our, like I said, man, our egos are just, it holds us back from, from so much. No, totally agree. So um, I think this is a good place to end it, but is there anything else you would like to say to your adoring public um, (laughs) before we go? Yeah, man. I mean, basically look, it's like this. If, um, if you want to shake the rust off, if you want to step your game up, if you want to improve uh, your dating life, what you need to do is go to transformyourdatinglife.com. And all you got to do is go there, man. That's it. And you know what? Look, if you go to the you go to the program and you start taking the crash course program and you're like, this isn't for me, fine. You know what? That's okay you know, no worries. You didn't risk anything. You know, like I said, it's 100% free. So you risked nothing. Okay. But what if there's the chance that it will help you? Why not give that a shot? Why not go there and investigate and see what's up, you know, and then that way you can make a, uh, a decision based on, you know, real live facts instead of just like, you know, like, oh, you know, another another dating program. <laughs> you know what I mean? just, just go check it out, you know. But here's the deal. If you're not going to take action, if you're not going to do the actionable advice in there, because believe me, there's a lot of actionable advice. It's not just all theory-based. Um, I, I like to say it like this, man. You know, me and, and my people at Modern Valor Dating, we're not theorists. We're practitioners. And... That's what we want you to be too, is somebody that goes out and practices it and puts the theory to the test and sees what works for them and what's feasible. So if you're not going to take the action, don't even bother. Don't even bother going to the program. But if you think that you might take action, if the actionable advice makes sense to you, just go check it out. Give it a shot. Give it a chance and see what it can do for you. Well, something I'd like to add to this. So they have said... Well, this was about self-help in general, but I'm, I'm, I've no doubt that this doesn't apply even more to our kind of space. But it's like this. Let's say you have a self-help video. And let's say the video has 100 views, right? 100 mm-hmm. views. Of those 100 views, only about two or three people are actually using the information that's in the video. Yeah. The rest of those people are actually just watching the video and 
let's say, I don't know, let's say 40% of people don't like the video. Okay, fine. So there's still like about another 50 people or so who watch mm-hmm. that video, 52, 53, 54, and they like it and they go, yeah, this is good information, but they don't actually use it. And to anyone who's listening, because the truth is most of the people who listen to this show, most of the people who are listening to this don't actually do anything with all of the information. There are so many people right now who have heard, if we just forget like your course, let's just think of like the actual conversation we've been having. That they would have heard the stuff that we've said and go, oh yeah, that makes sense. I like that. This is good. But that is it. And then afterwards, they will just stop playing the MP3 and they'll just go back to their lives. And to those people, I really want to say, you're never going to get to where you want to be with this kind of attitude. And ultimately, if you are just going to listen to this sort of content, but not take on board the advice, the teachings or whatever, just do something else. Like go watch Netflix. Seriously. Like there's loads of fantastic shows on Netflix. Go dive into one of those and get entertained because, yeah, yeah, like, like you said, you guys at modern validating, you're not fear, fear, fearicians, theoreticians. Hold on. What was the word? You're not about theory. Theorists. That's the one. That's the one. Theorists. You're not theorists. You know, you're pragmatists. You're about practical practicalities, et cetera. Same with us. Same Mm. with us. And you know, you can't think your way to a six pack. You can't. <laughs> I um, like that. That's great. Hey, yeah. So, yeah, anybody who's listening, <laughs> whether it's a case of the stuff we've been talking about in the podcast or going to Dale's uh, site, signing up for that free course, actually do the stuff that's there. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. how you get the results. And another exactly. thing as well, I know it's scary. You speak to women and it's scary. They reject you. It's scary. Blah, blah, blah. It's really true, but every rejection takes you that little bit closer to success. And it's very true. That's not a joke. Every rejection takes you slightly closer to success because as you're being rejected, you're being rejected for a couple of reasons. Either number one, there's something off in the way you came about, or number two, the woman just wasn't into you because you're not her type of blah, 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 blah. But every time you're in a situation, you don't quite get what you want. Subconsciously, your brain is figuring out what it was that actually caused that to happen. And bit by bit by bit, you start refining. And then one day, you actually just kind of nail it. That's the way it works. You have to go through those failures, quote unquote, to get there. So It's so cliche, but, you know, I'm sure anybody that's listening to this has heard this a million times, but experience is the greatest teacher, right? We've all... And a lot of times things that are cliche, it kind of falls on deaf ears because we've all heard it before. And the thing is, man, things become become cliche for a reason. It's because it's been tried and, and, you know, and tested and it's true. And so, look, what you're saying is absolutely right, man. You know, if you don't go out there and take the action, nothing's going to happen for you. You're not going to be one step closer. You're going to actually be one step further away because it's easier to compound not taking action than it is to get the start momentum, right? So, you know, if you try to push a car that's in neutral, at first, yeah, it takes some effort, man. You're pushing a damn car. You know what I mean? But once the momentum starts going after you've been pushing for a little bit, the momentum in and of itself takes care of a lot of the action. But 
on the onset, yeah, it's easier to sit there on the curb than it is to push the car. But you're not one step closer to any accomplishing anything. You're just sitting there, you know? So, yeah, man, I, I, I could not agree more with what you said. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As they say over here in Bali, Makasi, that means thank you, Teddy Makasi. So here we go. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's it for today's episode. Got to cut it short because I've actually got a coaching call in nine minutes. So okay. thank you for your time. Thank you for your time, Mr. Delvey. Hey, hey, look, dude, again, I appreciate you. I love everything that you're doing. Um, thanks so much for having me on. And, um, you know, I, I'm sure we'll do it again in the future. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so goodbye to the person who's listening and take care.